the it almost feels like the rock like is gonna shrug like what do i do like i i can li- i'm a flying brick i can i just go through walls what do i do as this person you may far when ready what exactly is it that they do Welcome to the podcast that gives you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is Films in Black and White. Welcome to Films of Black and White. Oh everybody. my goodness. What an intro. Yeah. I, the black man. That, Tell them the black man sent you. That was that was that was incredible. For those of you that don't know, Marcus like sprung a brand new intro on us yeah. um mm-hmm. for this week's episode. I imagine in honor of Black Adam, but it's just badass as hell. So mm-hmm. we yes. are thrilled to be with everybody. So yes. thank you all for joining us. Join the Patreon because that intro was awesome. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're super thrilled everybody's here with us this week. Um, mm-hmm. Really quick, want to make sure that everybody knows, spoiler warning. So we're going to talk Black yes. Adam today. I'm going to get into that. I uh, have a little story to touch on as well as catch that quotable before that to get into. Um, but we are going to talk about Black Adam. So it's going to be all spoilers with it. So go watch oh. it if you haven't watched it. A hundred percent. So, um, but in order to do this well, we need to make sure everybody is thoroughly welcomed and introduced and all of uh, that. So I'm going to kick it on down to Teth Brian. Teth Brian, Brian Roush. How you feeling? Uh, You know what? Feeling good. I'm really excited for this pod. I I feel like we're getting into the groove of some of the good fall movies. So I'm really excited to talk about Black Adam and everything with it. Uh, so yeah, also I have like, like, I, I just realized November's next week and time is flying by. So I'm getting the kids ready for Halloween. I got Oof. some work stuff I got to take care of, but also I'm like, okay, like we're going to finish 2022 and the year didn't completely suck. And I'm really happy about that. So yeah, yeah feeling good. Yeah, Brent, I can't, I feel those vibes. Point. I feel those vibes hundred <laughs> percent. I am surprised that point. it's November next week. Like, yeah, it's, it's so. wild. Yeah. Um. You have a good weekend. Your parents were in town. Good weekend all yeah, overall with the parents, Brian. Yeah. Parents visited. Uh. Which which was good. A funny thing about that. So my my six year old son. He the Avengers are like his foundational texts. So mm, whenever my parents it. visit, he's like, Hey, do you know about the Winter Soldier? And they have no clue what he's talking about. So like, <laughs> we're always going over like basic Marvel history, and he'll get out the five minute mm. storybooks. And then my mom will be like, oh, like, this is a lot. And then he's like, do you know about Ultron? Because he's bad. And, like, he'll just go into this entire tirade about, like, why Ultron is bad. So we recap some of the basic Marvel foundational stuff, well, which is which is always fun. Um, but, yeah, also got to catch up with my folks. They're they're traveling. They're retired. They're boomer retirees living ooh, their life. They're traveling. True. Living that so, best just life. Just enjoying themselves. You know huh? what? As they should. I, I, I You know, that's yeah. that's that's how you win the game. So that's all the best strange. to Bill and Peggy, my parents. Absolutely. Shout out oh, to Bill shout and Peggy. Shout out to Bill and Peggy. <laughs> um, but also, we need to make sure that everybody's here. So, Marcus, the man who's black, Destin, Marcus J. <laughs> uh, Marcus, how you feeling? I'm here. I'm black. That's pretty much the basis of <laughs> I can my confirm. operation. I yeah, can also yeah. confirm. Yeah. That is my foundation. No, it's Got it's it. good, man. It's it's after homecoming week for us. And 
today was just a day where I had determined in the bed, it was just going to be an in-office day. Usually I'm yes. not in the office. I try to be like out and about with the yes. students and just kind of talking and chatting and that kind of stuff and being out with the people. But today I was like, no, today is a big desk work type of day. Like yep. I got a lot of shit to catch up on, emails to do and just things to all that catching the numbers and making sure your numbers are for the reports and all that kind of stuff. So yep. that was today. So, yeah. so right. but we're here now, ready to pod. It's been two weeks since we've right. potted. It's true. Yep. So yeah, it's a yeah. wild ride. But yeah. Okay. All right. I always Look. felt like there was a Dakota Days hangover, like the oh, Monday yeah. after everything. There was just oh, man. And not even like the like the liquor portion of it. Like, because trust mm-hmm. me, there's some folks who have a hangover today as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but just the like general like Oh, okay. That happened. Like, yeah. ooh, like we yeah. we went there. Like, oh, so, yeah. As a former and, student and, affairs person, like, there's no day like the day after like a week long yep. regiment of programming that uh-huh. you set up and knock down. It's like yeah. basically like a week. Like, it feels like a week long wedding event of just going. Oh, yeah. Okay, do we have the food out? Okay, mm-hmm. we got to start the dance. Okay, get the DJ. Mm-hmm. But yep. it's spread out over an entire. That's a fact. Yep, it's good. Sure. The best part about it was having like the great team. I like I've always nice. been a guy who's been blessed to be put on like good teams. Yep, and sure. just right like on. everybody's like not selfish. Everybody's ready to just like do the damn job, you know. And yeah. so that was like a big piece good. of how successful the week, especially for my first Dakota days. I was like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's, right that's, that's what I was going to ask you is I was going to ask you, what do you think if you had to synthesize it down to like one maybe two highlights from the week what mm-hmm. were those for you given that this was like your first big week longs mm-hmm. worth of programming in a field that you've been excited to be a part of what's been the like one or two moments that you're like fuck yeah we did it <laughs> me me for me personally or yes. for me witnessing you personally okay I got to, so it would be the Monday kickoff event, right? Okay. We had this new tradition where it was a Monday kickoff event. We got fireworks popping oh, yeah. off across 50. Um, and it was just a community and school event. And Doug knows nice. how hard like those can be it's to hard. bring both they together. Um, but I got to host that event, like co-host that event. And I got to host like the fucking slam dunk contest. I got to host the, like a D1 slam dunk contest for the men and women's basketball That's awesome. team. And That's really point. cool. So that was big for me because it was something that as soon as I heard somebody was like, well, who should we get to host it? And I was like, I want to do that. And so getting the feedback that, and then like afterwards, everybody, you know, the guy who helped playing it, Jerem, I got Jerem. He was like, man, he was like, Marcus, is that like the most hype event we've ever done together? I said, I think so. Like that (laughs) is the most with the most shit going on. So I was really happy to witness myself post balanced the amount of shit that was happening because it was like this is going on at this time and we had to be nice. outside at 7 45 yeah and so being able to do that was dope and then i i think just witnessing the students um just set a high bar and then achieve that high bar sure. of like not ha- really having any information and building it from the ground up just entrusting us and prior knowledge and then just going to go just do the damn thing yeah. It was just, it was an incredible experience. That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah. Love to hear well, I'm happy it was good. I appreciate you sharing. Yeah, thanks that's for awesome. Asking. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you sharing. Well, what about you, Douglas? Yeah, Doug, um, you were traveling. Oh, First man. Off a trippy. 
Yeah, I uh, I got to go back to Nashville, which was Yeehaw. which was really cool. Ye- That's a country ye- song, isn't it? Yeehaw! Uh, I'm sure that it is. Um, so I went back to Nashville. I had not been to Nashville in eight years. Um, the last time I was there was when I was living in Kentucky. So and we would about okay. an hour north, and so we'd go down to Nashville every now and again. Um, and so it was really cool. It was also my first like sales meeting. And so for those of you that don't know, like when it comes to like our world, my colleagues and I were classified under sales, but we don't really do that. Like, that's not really like what we do. That's just an, it's an organization tool. Um, And so really like, it was kind of cool because I got to interface with all of these folks. And so then they split us off into these like strategic planning groups, which was really cool. So I got to touch base with folks that are responsible for schools and, where I've grown up, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. And so for me, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know a lot about that. Like, and so it was really nice to be able to just share some of that like experience and knowledge too, which I appreciated. So for sure, all in all, it was a great week. The things that I've learned are um, I, the people in sales, they can drink a lot. I cannot <laughs> drink that much. Um, and all in all, like it was, like I said, just a good conference altogether. Um, mm-hmm. I've discovered a taste for old fashions. I don't know why Ooh, it's taken me this long to I get excited about fashions. Them. I have tried an old fashioned before we left, though, at the at CC's. We did try it at CC's, and that's where I was like, "Ooh, I really like this." And then mm-hmm. I had another one when I was in. I had <laughs> to to confirm. One to or confirm, two you, to double check for science. Yeah, yeah, double it. check for science. To double check for science, so I had one Gotta or two it, yeah. while I was there, um, and it was delicious. So they were absolutely fantastic. So it was a good trip. It's hard being away um, for that long because I was gone from Monday morning until Friday afternoon, and so oh, hard geez. time to be away for the kids. So gone for a whole week, and we don't usually travel that much, so it was definitely yeah. outside the norm. But um, but good, it was good to be back. Super thrilled. Got to catch the parade. Got to go to the football game on Saturday. Um, then went to the pumpkin patch with the kids on Sunday. So that was a blast. And we're getting gearing up for Halloween, which is also Brittany's right. birthday. So that is that is right. coming in hot. So we got a All lot right. of stuff coming. Got a lot Wife of birthday. Brittany. Kids dressed up. You got a you got a heck of a Monday a coming your way. And, I mean, yeah. And 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 Halloween is going to be like a three day event because Vermilion <laughs> and I say this for this reason, That's true, because uh, Friday true. afternoon, it's trunk or treat at the library. Sure, then Saturday afternoon, the downtown businesses are doing like a trick or treat thing. And then you get like Sunday off and then it's the big day. Yeah. Halloween day, like on yeah. Monday. So um, it is a three to four day so, weekend. Yeah. Usually you have to have three to four costumes here in Vermilion. <laughs> yes, that's, that's how it works. And yeah. so we're going to get a lot of bang for our buck with those uh, with that yeah. Captain America Supergirl costume. So nice. I am very, nice very, nice very excited. excited. Um, but gentlemen, we have a whole podcast to get to. Um, yeah, we do. And so we just we, we got to get after it. We got to get after it. Yep. But before right. we get after it, we okay. have to play Catch That Quotable. All right. And... <laughs> so thank you. Again, the silky sounds of Marcus J. Um, and so oh, I have I have um a quote from Roman Myers. Um, and so Roman. gentlemen, are you we're gonna play Roman's millions? Roman Roman's millions. Um, so do you are you all ready for this week's quote? I mean 
He's saying Roman Roman is in our Patreon chat. So mm-hmm. if you want to be part of this, if you want to mm-hmm. give us quotes, if you want to direct the programming of the show, mm-hmm. please join our Patreon. Yeah, uh, you can you can find that uh, any on any of our socials. Uh, you can also just go to the website at patreon.com slash films and black and white. Please, uh, if, if you can, please support us. And hey, if you have an idea for the programming of this show, you Let can pay know. to be a part of our Patreon That's and do true. that. You can also find us at Films in Black and White on Facebook. Uh, and you can see this live stream. You can see this dope intro that Marcus put together. So I just want to highlight game. Roman. He says it was worth the wait because we did not do this last week. We were not mm-hmm. live last week. Life That's happened. True. So Roman, yeah. we appreciate you sticking with us. For sure. And, and we're going to link everything we talk about in the show notes today. So we are going to uh, get after it there. So just yep. uh, click on the episode and you can find it there for those that are going to be listening. But gentlemen, and that's uh, a fact, Jack. Absolutely. Nice. Are you all ready for this week's quote? For sure. Uh, I'm ready. Right. It's like I have ESPN or something. My breasts can always tell when it's going to rain. Well, they can tell when it's raining. This is that Lindsay right Lohan now. movie. This is mean yeah, girls. what is that? This is Mean Girls. Yeah, this is, yeah, mean, this girls. Yeah, this is I, mean Girls. I, I knew it when I read it. And so, yeah, yeah this is Mean Amanda Girls. I Amanda Seyfried, yeah. like, grabbing her titty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Doug's feeling himself. At the end of the movie, she's like, she becomes a weather person or something like yes. that for the school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this yep. is Mean Girls. Yeah, it's Mean Girls. It's Mean Girls. And so... What a new record. God dang. Yeah, that was... That was quick. That was like that, that was I mean, good pull that was, though. That was gunslinger fast. So yeah, that was hey. a good one. Ciao. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so yeah, thanks for thanks for giving us the quote, Roman. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the balance between. The, he said the the layup for the big one hundred. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, a nice round one hundred. Thank you, exactly. Roman. And we appreciate the layup because we need it. Uh, one hundred dollars to a charity. I, we we do have a yeah. charity. Ready to go. We, we'll talk yes. about that next week where yep. we will make our first one hundred dollar yep. donation if we do it a hundred dollar increment. I feel I feel like, like we have to at a hundred. Like yeah, we've yeah, we've yeah, reached yeah, this milestone. Sure. This this deserving nonprofit needs it. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll put the materials together for that. We shout out to Roman Myers. Yes. Hey Roman, we're going to I'm working on a shirt for you. So send us your size. Ooh. Um I'll send you some Noah gear as soon as I can. And then I will, we will also try to figure out something for the films in black and white yeah, we'll um, merchandise as well. So we got you, Roman. We got, we got you. you. Thank we you got for, you. thank you for doing this. We appreciate Man. it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, well done. Well done, everybody. Yeah, that was great, Brian. That was all you. I just, was, I really yeah. just, you know what I mean? I really just tossed it. I felt, we felt that at the same time, which yeah. is super. Yeah. You guys were in sync and it's always nice yeah. when you all are in sync. Cause it makes it really easy for me, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, but gentlemen, I have a, a short discussion item I would like okay. to talk about before we dive into black Adam. And so let me give you all a little bit of context. So okay. I'm on, we are on TikTok at films in black and white. And this mm-hmm. week I was this weekend, I was scrolling through my TikTok and I watched a video that just kind of bummed me out. Um, and it was a it was from a creator, Straw Hat Goofy. We have talked about him before. Um, he is, I would say, for the films and black and white crew, I would call him a little bit of an idol, like also maybe like a definitely a big influence on us, I'd say. Absolutely. And also like a aspiration too. like his success has been outstanding. I think that that's something that we kind of see like as a motivator to say like, hey, maybe one day the films in black and white crew, right, guys? Like maybe one day us um, look at us. Um, and so. 
but he was sharing an experience. He was at a Comic-Con. He was doing some cosplay based off of his um, favorite anime. And Marcus, remind me, is it One Piece? Yes. It's One Piece. Yeah, One Piece is his favorite anime. And he was saying that like he was really excited and that the creators of One Piece even shared it to their Facebook. And this is where I really wanted to touch base because it really bummed me out to hear that there were people who were being like blatantly racist. Like I'm not even going to try and dress it up, say disrespectful. They were racist and hateful. Um, and yeah. they used, these were obviously what felt like to be like deep fans of one piece that were just motivated to be hateful that day. Um, and this is what I want to say. There's really shouldn't be any place for that in any fandom anywhere. And I think racism is abhorrent. And I think in general, I think in our fandoms, we need to be better and not like not do that. Like this is a place where a particular piece of content or a particular genre or a particular like movie or TV show or fuck like even like music, like it just speaks to you. And if there are people that are going to like like make that no longer a safe place, that feels particularly shitty. And I really, it really just bugged the fuck out of me. And so this is a, like, me speaking out via my platform to say, like, I don't think there's any place for racism in any fandom. And I am sorry that that has been Straw Hat's experience. And, yeah, that's that's really all I wanted to say. But, like, fuck. Like, it just really bugged me. Like, because <sighs> it just really bugged me. But So I'll let you all chime in with whatever you all may have. I mean, I, you know, the, the race, <laughs> it, it, being racist is at, at this point, it's it, well, not at this point. I mean, racism is just a sickness and a disease, and I'm convinced it's a mental one, I right? Because that way. if you think about it, there's absolutely no reason for it. There's like zero reason. So for you to do that, and I understand the internet gives people a platform and a place where not just the people who leave the comment, but the people who like the comment. And then the people who reply to the comments and for some people, they don't see race. And for some people and it's people of color and it's non people of color that say this thing like race is just a construct. At the end of the day, you are hurting people. Um, this is somebody who just wants to use their platform to create content. This is a whole human being out here. Um, and this is how you decide to use your personal platform um, and hide behind the fucking internet like cowards. And so for me, I'm not going to take this moment to be sad. I do feel bad for Straw Hat, but I know that he has a fan base. What I want is people to start being on the defense against this, right? Yeah. Let's just, as a Harry Potter reference, defense against the dark arts, okay? Yeah, like, mean. we are going to, at some point, we are the racism, the racism isn't going anywhere. So at what point do we just step the fuck up as a united front and just step in on behalf of idiots will it stop i can no, it just won't because no. this has been around for hundreds and hundreds of years um but that doesn't mean we can't stand up and defend the people we care about when this shit does go down yeah. like for any reason not just racism but yeah. for sexism and and for homophobia and for transphobia and just for being a shitty person like now is the time to stand the fuck up because people obviously didn't learn their lesson when george floyd died mm, yeah certainly feels that way and so for me it's like i i can't beg i'm not gonna beg anybody to love me it is sad it's disheartening but also there are a lot of good people in this fucking world 
Yeah. And so I, that's where I've decided to stand on. And the hill I've decided to stand on is I'm going to speak the fuck up. Absolutely. You crying about a fucking mermaid. You call me a snowflake. You cry about a fucking mermaid being black. You cry about all these character changes and all this shit. And you big and bold. But as soon as somebody tell you some shit, then it's like, oh, stop crying. I'm a blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, it's a joke. You're a fucking joke. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Appreciate that. Mar- Brian? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw the video on my own. I and, and when Doug brought this up, I, I said that I had watched it too. And I just I think like all that all that straw hat goofy wanted to do was just be like, I really like this thing, yeah. and I'm so excited I'm gonna dress up as my favorite yeah. character. And mm-hmm. the the publisher of that of that manga anim, anime was like, Yes, like let's take a picture of that so we can share this. And like people just like went out of their way. Yeah to bring it down and i think what's always disheartening is like you could just keep scrolling like if you if you're gonna say something negative just Jesus. don't just keep scrolling yes. just nobody will ever know like right nobody yeah. there's no reason to put that negative energy in the world and like that's what's yes. disheartening to me about it i am really glad to see that straw hat seems to be mo- like he he's like i'm not gonna let this get me down haters are gonna hate and i'm gonna keep putting out good content and i think that's a really it's a good attitude to have and i'm glad that he has it and and you know honestly it doesn't have any place in any of these fandoms like we're all here to celebrate these stories there's no reason to drag anybody down for for Mm -hmm. any reason for celebrating something that they love and so that's that's where i'm at and if i gotta hear it's a goddamn it's a joke it's a joke it's a joke it's not a fucking joke it's It's, because it's not fucking funny usually you call people (laughs) soft and we say all of these different terms to defend nastiness and racism and right. idiocy, right? And you say, well, it's just a joke. Like, you obviously missed the joke because, like, where's the sense of humor? There's a reason that you can't say certain jokes anymore and say certain things anymore. And that is not because the world is more sensitive. It's because the world is evolving. And yeah. we realize you ain't got to be a dick to be funny. If that's the only joke that you fucking know, let's just say that that's the excuse. Right. If that's the only way you know how to tell a fucking joke, then stop telling fucking jokes. You don't need to be a comedian. <laughs> Stick oh, to your fucking yeah, let, job. Let the comedians handle that stuff. Yeah. I, like and, if, and I think if that's the only way you know, then just leave it, leave it to the professionals. And I think the other thing is, is like, that's that's where we and we've had this conversation before of like intent versus impact okay like mm-hmm. if you intended it to be a joke you need to understand that 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 even if even if even if said flippantly it's a the impact of that is is terrible like right. I, I, like i said the thing that bugs me the most is and this is where i really want to be like a defender here in the sense of like if i could if i could have like a sigil and a jacket my sigil and jacket would be like i don't want anyone to feel like their particular piece of fandom is no longer where they go to be a place of respite, like as, as a place to sort of recover and to rejuvenate and to get excited because some hateful troll who in, in, in somebody's basement is going to be slinging out terrible, like racist, racist and hurtful language Mm -hmm. and take that away from you. Like if you really like football, do your thing man like i'm not gonna tell you one thing that's gonna make you stop loving that because who the fuck am i like that would be pretty insensitive of me to do and i think if we all just let people enjoy what they want to enjoy and let them have those things without it being a safe hateful space like without it being a hateful space the world will be so much better so as far as i'm concerned doug wagner defender of fandoms is on the job and if if you're going to come at somebody with some racist racist shit about 
Star Wars or DC or anime, we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about it and say like, that's way out of line and it's unacceptable. And we will never take that tone here. And if you love it, even if we don't like it, you love it because that's the way, that's the way films in black and white operates. And here's my last little piece of advice to straw hat goofy. <laughs> my favorite motto is fuck them. That's just very <laughs> much his favorite motto. My favorite motto is fuck them. <laughs> because they don't pay your bills and they're watching and that contributes to the money in your pocket so maybe they do kind of pay your bills right right and so it's just it, it it's hurtful but do not let that anchor you down because yeah. the higher you go the more they will throw rocks for just no reason and they they loved you when you were up and coming and they'll hate you when you get on top because that's just how the world works. And to, to straw hat goofy, I just say, fuck them. And put, yeah. like, just grind it the fuck out and watch. Let them watch your success and bask in it. Don't even Damn. address them. Like, just fuck them. This is a great, this is a great time for a dark side quote. This is, this is, this you is. You will this. stride across <laughs> their bones. You will, you yeah. will. You work so fucking hard for this. Hold on. Everybody just listen. Are we going to get to Black Adam? We're going to get to Black Adam. You, you work, people, straw hat people, you work so fucking hard to be where you are. I've learned this past weekend, who the fuck says you got to stop having fun and growing up? That's true. And to Word. me, this is along the same lines because you work so fucking hard to get to this point. This is, if we think about it, just an app. It's an app. And it's a show. And it's like nobody puts claims and makes stakes on TV shows. You do whatever the fuck you want to do because mm -hmm. you can and you worked your ass off to get here. Who is going to stop you? They're not going to beat your ass because they cowards behind a comment. Okay? And they feel like the internet is a real place. And they complain and they bitch and they moan about characters being changed and the gender of characters being changed and they don't ever want to see nothing fucking new. But then when people do it the comic accurate way, they still fucking complain. So at the end of the day, the main rule is still fuck them. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. Great way to put it. Definitive. Anyway. Bam. D nailed it. Um... Awesome. Well, appreciate you all indulging me um, as we kind of talk about that. Yeah, like I good. said, it bugged me. I wanted to talk about it, so we did. Um, mm -hmm. Gentlemen, oh, this is your last and final warning, not gentlemen, to our <laughs> listeners and to our watchers. This is your last and final warning for spoilers. We are going to get into Black Adam. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about all of it top to bottom, so if you haven't watched it, pin this, subscribe to the pod, and come back to it later and hear what we have to say on it, because um, we'd love your participation. Timestamps will be in the description when yeah. you come back. Show yep. notes. So, gentlemen, are you all ready to get into Black Adam? Yeah, might as well. I'm ready. Be. It's been well, a then, long time coming, goddamn. Well, well then I'm going <laughs> to kick it on over to Marcus, the man who's black destined mm -hmm. to give us his barbershop summary <laughs> for Black <laughs> Adam. <laughs> okay. Marcus. Get it. Here we go. All right. Black Adam. It's been what 17 years? I think I read that somewhere. I mean, Seven. It's been it's been a long time like since it. The Rock signed. I think The Rock signed on to do Black Adam back when he was in Tooth Fairy. But like, so it's been a long time. So here we go. You have this city. How can somebody help me with the pronunciation of this? Kondok? 
Kandak. Kandak. Okay, I want to make sure I get it right. You have the city, city of Kandak. Okay, this story kicks off in Kandak, like like 2000 BC, 2600 BC. It's like a long, long time back then, right? And so there's this king. All right, it's his name is is his name Sabak. No, anyway, there's this king of Kandak who's an asshole, right? And so he enslaves his people and he enslaves his people to like find this stone. I can't remember what the name of the stone is. It's not Eternium. Eternium, thank you. He encouraged, he enslaves his people to find this stone called Eternium, okay? Eternium, this blue rock, because he made this crown that is blessed by six devils and six demons and all this other shit like that, right? (laughs) And so he was like, I want to be in control and I want some power. So he enslaves his people to find the stone. This kid, young man, um, defends this old man who finds the stone after the people are about to turn on him, right? And so in that, the the kid kind of becomes this champion of the people because he's telling like, yo, we got to stick together. We got to protect our city. This is our city. In this, you see like a flashback of Black Adam being born. And they say that there, there was a great battle between the champion who is now Black Adam, who was blessed by the wizards. He say the word Shazam. He becomes uh, the champion is what they called him. And uh, the, the king, they go back and forth and then the whole kingdom explodes and it was like, oh, there was a great battle. And then it says he went to sleep until Kondok would need the champion again. Great. Mm-hmm. Cool. So fast forward to what I presume is the future, but not the future. Don't really not really sure. It said present day destination unknown. Yeah, it's so because there's flying bikes and then I don't really know what the fuck is going on. So it's just a lot of shit happening. It's- so anyway, you go and there's the city Kondok in the future is still under. Um, it's still under rule by bad people, right? It's what I believe yeah. is called the intergang. Um, yes. and so they've never been free this entire time as they've they just been under the reign of under the thumb of several different people. They ain't never been free. Is it intergang? Yeah, it is intergang. Just it's so, a funny name. It is a, it is a, with several Australian men on it. So uh, a well diverse intergang, by the way. So an international gang. So anyway, a global gang, um, a global, a global diverse gang, if you will, inclusion. Um, and so they are basically checking everybody. They're searching for this woman who they're trying to detain. So they got to check everybody. There's this kid on the skateboard who really loves superheroes. Has all the comic books of the Flash, Superman, Batman, all that kind of stuff in there too as well. Turns out that's his mom, their mom and a son. The mom is looking for the crown of Sabak, which was what was made in the past because they're going to find it soon. They don't want anyone in a gang to find it because all that power that comes into it. So in the search for it, she finds the crown and also what she assumes is the, um, the, the, not the, the tomb of Black Adam. And so she gets attacked. She says these magic words, brings him back to fucking life. This guy comes out, starts kicking ass. A big ass rock in uh, in black leather starts kicking ass. He doesn't know where he's at. He's got to adjust. He's killing everybody. Okay, that's, that's what you need to know. He's killing everybody going on a rampage. He doesn't know really where he is. He's like, no, this isn't my home. I need to go back home. He's pissed. Nobody knows why he's pissed, but he's pissed and he's intense. Okay, so then after that, um, the son, the guy, the little boy is trying to teach Black Adam how to be a superhero, essentially, because now Kanda has his new champion and its own, quote unquote, superhero. He keeps telling people, I'm not a superhero, though. So meanwhile, everybody who was looking for the crown basically died except the mom, and they have the crown. So then the JSA, the Justice Society, of America gets called in, which is Hawkman, Dr. Fate, 
Cyclone and Adam Smasher. That is the team. And, and Amanda Waller calls him in and says, y'all need to go get Black Adam because he fucking some shit up. And they said, all right, we'll bring him in. And so they go, they get their ass beat by Black Adam and they're trying to convince him to stop killing people, man. You got to stop killing people. Heroes don't kill people. And he's like, I never said I was no motherfucking hero. And then the people in the city is like, you're not our hero either because y'all been the Justice Society of America, but y'all asses ain't been here protecting us this whole time. Y'all just coming in trying to point the finger, telling us what the fuck we got to do. And they was like, hey, man, we just trying to help. And they said, we got our own champion, our own hero. We don't mind he killing people because he killing people to protect us. And he's like, hey, man, but still, he can't be doing that shit. So anyway, they go back and forth. The Black Adam beats all their asses, right? And then, like, the Dr. Fate is having a vision. Somebody's going to die at the end of this shit, okay? And it's, it's just going to be turmoil. Black Adam eventually gets caught. Right. And he works with JSA to try to stop the intergang and try to find the crown and all this other shit. Um, but in the process, he loses himself and he loses control. The great battle that was mentioned before, it turns out it was all his power. He lost control and blew up everything in the motherfucking city. Right. And so he did it again and hurt some people. So he decided to give up his powers. Like he was like, no, nah, I ain't going to do this shit no more. Y'all can just bury me under the water and put a little thing in my mouth. And they was like, all right, cool. And then they flew off. But then they realized a devil, an actual demon, a rose from hell and what they crowned the crown of sabak sabak rose from hell and they was like oh shit and they was like oh my lord and he was like no oh my devil and then they go and then they was like fighting sabak and realize he couldn't do it on his own dr Fate sacrifices himself but tells black adam like yo wake the fuck up we don't need somebody who's all white knight we need somebody who is willing to do the job for their people black adam comes back beats the devil's ass okay and then destroys the crown and also brings back superman in the process so like essentially went to the gates <laughs> of hell and freed superman from the clinches of wb i and love Walter that Harmonic. read i mean that that's pretty spot on. I mean, that's a pretty good synopsis of, uh, of everything that happened. So well, appreciate the barbershop summary. So for sure. um, I have a couple things to get into uh, just Black Adam oriented. So really quick, let's run down cast for this. So let's Dwayne Johnson's Dwayne Johnson's huge ass plays Black Adam um, and he's <laughs> giant. Aldous Hodge plays Hawkman. Pierce Brosnan plays Dr. Freight. Noah Ciento. Centennial? Um Cent I think it's Centennial. Centennial, I think it's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Is Adam Smasher? Uh mm -hmm. Sarah Shahi is Adriana Tomas. Quintessa Swindell is Cyclone. Um mm -hmm. Mar Marwan Kinzari plays Ishmael slash um uh Sabak. Um, but really and then there's also some random um there's some like random cameo by Henry Winkler in there, which was crazy. Yeah. Too. yeah, that was wild as shit. Why? Like, yeah. why was that? Yeah, I don't know. I would love to get I would love to get the deets on that one because I'm not sure why that one was in there. So yeah. um, as of right now, as of today, this movie has made a hundred and forty million dollars globally at the box office. <laughs> it's um, and it made sixty seven million dollars. Um, at the domestic box office. Um, just a quick rundown on like the first <laughs> appearance of Black Adam. He uh, first appeared in the Power of Shazam graphic novel by Jerry Ordway in 1994. Mm. In the only the huh. key differences between like Black Adam in the comic book and Black Adam in the movie is that in the comic book in that original black uh, in that original graphic novel um he's actually the son of ancient egypt pharaoh ramesses the second hmm, um, okay so it's a little bit more um like egyptianly set he is the chief villain of captain marvel aka shazam yes um even going so far as to admitting to uh captain marvel that he was the one who killed billy batson's parents 
Um, so there's okay. that. Okay, didn't see that coming. Um, okay. And then in 1999, they did like a reform for Black Adam and made me made him a little bit more of an anti-hero, um, specifically working with the Justice Society of America. So that is a little bit more of like where uh, that sort of comes from. So kind of interesting stuff there. Gentlemen, what did you all think of this particular movie? Brian? Yeah, Brian. I want Brian. I want Brian. <laughs> I need me some I need me some Brian. Uh, oh man, I'm interested to start with. Uh okay. First off, Black Adam is an entertaining movie. This this movie oh, yeah. is it absolutely has Dwayne Johnson's like creative fingerprints all over it. Oh, Every yeah. decision in this movie is it is entertaining. Just when you think the stakes are high, there's going to be a zombie army coming out of somewhere. Just oh, when yeah. you think yeah. someone's captured, they're 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 captured but they're somewhere else. So like it's always like trying to one up itself, which is very Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Uh, I, I enjoyed myself. I actually, I went into this movie with like rock bottom expectations. I'm going to be totally honest. I, I saw it on a Sunday night. So I had seen a lot of reactions on Twitter, uh, on TikTok, Mm. And so I was like, Oh, I think we may have lost Brian there for a second. So the rock, the rock heard Brian talking. The rock heard Brian talking shit. I decided to just cut him off. Um, so while we wait for Brian to come back, Marcus, thoughts Uh, about Black Adam? I I I kind of agree with Brian about it's always trying to one up itself. I think Brian came back. Brian, the rock must have cut your internet off, man. Brian, Brian, Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Go ahead though. Go ahead. Yeah, Brian heard. No, I would love to continue. I want I want you to continue because I'm I'm so far I'm agreeing with you. I'm like retweet, retweet, retweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just not only did it keep one upping itself, but it just it had this tone of like we're gonna try to be different and mm-hmm. look how different we are, and like it tried it tried to do that really well. It did yep. it succeed? <clears throat> don't know. I don't know if it did, but it definitely tried, which I appreciate for a DC Marvel any type of comic book movie. Um, sure. And I think that the the theming of it was pretty good. I think the themes mm-hmm. that they bring up are are pretty good. Uh, like the idea of just like, hey, like I don't want to be a hero, but like I can shoot lightning out of my fists. Like, what do I do? Like, 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 legitimately, the it almost feels like the Rock like is gonna shrug. Like, what do I do? Like, I I can li- I'm a flying brick. I can I just go through walls. What do I do as this person? <laughs> Um, which I, I did enjoy to a certain extent. Um, so like the By movie the way, has some good highs. The movie movie is entertaining, and I I enjoyed it for that. Like it it tries to be something different, which I thought was really good. The best description of Dwayne the Rock Johnson in this movie is calling this motherfucker a flying brick. Like it is, it is, it is so on the nose. Yeah. That yeah, he's a flying <laughs> brick. I mean, there, there was a point in the movie, right, where Doug leans over to me, and there was a scene where the rock is just floating. Yeah. And Doug leans over to me, and was like, "So, do they really mean that they had this motherfucker on a damn like uh, yep. what do you call like it? a wire? Yeah, like on a wire, oh, like on the wire. Thing? Yeah, like hanging on a wire." And I was like, "Essentially, I guess so. Yeah, because he was just posed up, flying in the air. A flying brick is. I, I mean." I assumed that was like the theming of him, like being detached from Earth. I don't know if there was any conscious decision here, but I interpreted it as like Black Adam is detached from everybody. He's floating. And then like 
the moment he sets himself on the ground, he's like, I he can't do it with the people. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta shazam me, you know. That's such an interesting choice, though, to like do all that high wire work and just to essentially yes. say, like, hey, you're not gonna walk around like <laughs> at all, like so, at, like at all. I agree. I agree with him not walking around because if I'm being I, honest, it does look cool. If I had powers, I would be floating and flying. There's no way in hell you're catching me walking. I'm sorry. Like, I can fly. I'm a god. I am not of you all. I'm I'm, I'm not right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I don't. Yeah, absolutely. That's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I. Yeah, I agree. Marcus, thoughts on Black Adam? So I I agree with Brian at the. So this thing was a thrill ride through and through. There was like not really a dull moment. And I, this is not to say it's a it's a good or bad thing. My first thought after I slept on it a little bit and thought about it today at work was I need to rewatch this movie. And it's not necessarily because it's bad. It, I enjoyed the movie. I told Doug, like, I like the movie at its base. Um, and here's the categories I broke it down in. As a movie, it's a good movie. As a rock movie, it's a good rock movie. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. and so like. Those two box, if it's like check, check, and it's like, oh, it's also a good DC movie too, as well. And that it also falls in that bucket in that category. Where is it going? I don't know, but I enjoy these movies for those three check boxes. It's a good DC story. Um, it's because it's about a fucking god flying around and destroying yeah, yeah. shit. There's yeah. no easy way to tell a Black Adam story without you having to introduce several concepts that kind of go against black Adam or puts him, it yeah. challenges this great area that he lives in. Right. You have a devil that is out here attacking his city and you have the JSA, which is essentially policing his goddamn city. And yeah. he's like, listen, I can't have either one of these things happening, but if I got to pick, okay, I guess I'll beat the devil's ass. So <laughs> I like, I, I do like the dynamics throughout the whole movie. I will say there were several times when the Justice League, Justice Society of America was talking, and I was like, fucking cops, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> did fucking, fucking cops. Did they, they didn't interrogate it, but I did enjoy the fact that that the people of conduct were like, hey, like, what are you, what are you even doing here? Like, you mm-hmm. don't even know us. Like, you've mm-hmm. never been here. Like, the only reason you care is we actually have power now. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, this, could, this could immediately turn this movie, like, around for me, like, and be, a, yeah. be a, like, one of the best movies of the year mm-hmm. if they can do this in a superhero narrative. And then they kind of just don't talk about it. <laughs> but they <are> like, <laughs> points for trying. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, though, Brian, I agree with them not fully diving into oh, that. No, because I mean, it's a I shit agree. ton of stuff happening in this movie. Oh my god! Already, I don't think you. I don't know if I could have did a whole movie of just that concept <laughs> because that people would have been too turned off. Um, yeah. But there, people, people don't want to talk know, about interventionist geopolitical consequences. What? No, no way. They, of course not. And people don't. They don't even know that there are communities that have no police. Like they, right. they. Um, what is the word, yeah. Brian? It's not police themselves. They have like basically community watch. Oh, like, they don't yeah. allow police to come through the city and they watch their own city and they make they, their own they have like public services yes. that take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was a great concept for this. And immediately I understood it knowing that there's places like yeah. that exist. So this was not a far off no. thing to me. Yeah. I I will say this. I agree with both of you. This is a this is like a in terms of entertainment factor, this is an entertaining 
movie. Like oh, it, yeah. is, it is. It is ten out of ten entertainment. For it's sure. a ton of fun. Like the amount of times where I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it just <laughs> the. I will say this: The Rock did not skip on the brutality factor no. with the way he portrayed Black Adam no, and the way Black no. Adam was written. I mean, they definitely were like. No, he's just straight up like <laughs> killing dudes, like yeah. and like yeah. left and right. Which again, for 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 what we would call like a superhero movie, that's not what we expect to have happen. We expect them to play by some sort of like rule book, right? So I did appreciate the like the brutality that they had, and then that mm-hmm. sort of like juxtaposition with like the 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 JLA. Like I thought that that was an interesting choice. Um, uh, to mean, kind of go that what route you, you could almost have this be i don't know this was very close to a j, j a jsa movie like yeah. I, I it's very hard for me to get away from how much focus the jsa got um and the did fact they get that a lot i to me it felt like a lot hmm. to to me it did i guess from mm-hmm. my perspective like and this is one of my i i don't know if we're if this, it's free flowing a, Brian. Crit- a critique i had of the movie was like it was so unfocused and like you did have this main through line of black Adam, Mm -hmm. but then it was just like, okay, we're going to cut to Carter Hollis. And you're like, I don't know who that is. And the movie's like, I don't care. He's Hawkman. You're like, I don't know who Hawkman is. (laughs) Shut up. We're getting in the jet. And you're like, what jet? And then you see a jet take off from this mansion. You're like, why are you okay? And then like, you know, everybody's like knowing what to do. And so like, by the way, that's fine. I actually wish more comic book movies just oh, threw yeah. you in. Just threw you in. Just yeah. like, this guy's got wings. Keep yeah. the hell up. Um, and like you just keep going. That's how movies should be. You not yeah. everybody needs like a 10-minute backstory of like, mm-hmm. I was a child when I found this bird. And like that's fine. I don't need that. <laughs> Get Hawkman to Black Adam. That is so not can... the story of Hawkman. <laughs> oh, I know. I know that's not the story of Hawkman. I just I when was I was just, in, like, I found freestyling this, here. I'm freestyling. I got so, bitten by a radioactive I just, eagle. I got, <laughs> I got these powers. Cyclone was experimenting with cyclones. I'm that kidding. is crazy. Um, but like, no, and they just, they're on their way. And so you're just kind of like, okay, I'm taking notes, JS. Okay. And then there's the Dr. Fate and he's yeah. doing stuff. And then it cuts back to Black Adam. Also the, the family and the kid. And the, so it's just like, it's a little unfocused mm-hmm. at times. And, and it feels like the JSA gets a lot of room yeah. to breathe. And it, in all honesty, I liked the back end of that. That was really satisfying towards the end of the movie, having all that background on the mm-hmm. Justice Society. Like that, yeah. that was cool. And there were some good moments there. But man, that first act, it's just like they are throwing characters at you, like, and just hoping mm-hmm. most of them stick. Well, and then they do that like halfway through the movie too, like in the like the startup what I would call like the third act. Yeah. Um, is they do that with Amanda Waller, and you're like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, what is like, why is now she no. here? Like, so and, and, and we, I okay, go, go ahead, ahead, please. We're gonna put a pin in that point, Doug. I'm gonna ask why she's there because spoilers for Peacemaker. Just if you need to plug your ears, yeah. Amanda Waller is is revealed and outed at the end of Peacemaker as like a bad person and like not good for the world and is like basically under a lot of pressure. And then this movie picks up and it just feels like none of that happened or like none of it's addressed. And Viola Davis is just like, hey, hey, Hawkman, 
you better get to conduct. And he's like, okay, sounds good. And then even Harcourt, <laughs> who is uh, yeah. who is in Peacemaker, yep. she is at the Task Force X facility, presumably working for Walker. And she was one of the ones involved in like uncovering yeah. all the bad stuff she did. And so you're just yeah. kind of like, okay, uh, yep. okay. And I, f- I know that the continuity is not as big of a deal for DCEU movies. I was just like, I don't know even, I, I don't know if it even matters. Like I don't, I just don't. So we can, we can go back, Doug, or we can continue this. I just needed to get this out of I my won't mark, mind. I won't, I won't Marcus, because it looks like he's about to erupt. Go, please go <laughs> okay. for it. So I, I feel like the continuity, I feel like Peacemaker takes place um, after Black Adam. Okay. And so okay, that's fine. It, I mean, that would make easy, sense. I mean, the easiest, yeah, the easiest fix is because at that point, Hardcore, yes, yeah. she seems to be a top agent to, to be yes. able to handle the Black Adam thing. But yes. when you meet her in Peacemaker, she's on a shit duty because they yeah. turned on her in maybe Suicide that's because, Squad. Maybe because that's Black Adam escaped. Or or maybe it it well no I, I always took it to um when they turned on her in what movie did they turn on Amanda Waller is that Suicide Squad uh huh yes at the end of well, James Gunn's Suicide yes. Squad they turn on Amanda Waller and then she puts them on the shit list um along with Hardcore and all them so I imagine that Black Adam takes place like before peacemaker or something like that doesn't really matter right because yeah i also think that black adam is the start of a new continuity well that's the thing at the end of the day like i will be real i just i mean i just kind of threw up a hissy fit about like when is this it doesn't matter it It honestly doesn't matter because (laughs) like this is clearly going to be the start of something new yeah 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 yeah. As a yeah. fan of DC, though, I do want to say that I understand where we were just joking. It almost made me itch, though, during that whole <laughs> Hawkman conversation, because Hawkman has such a good story and Hawk, Hawk Girl oh, man. also has a good story. Yeah. Um, if those are if you're not familiar, just go watch the Justice League and Justice League <laughs> Unlimited. Yeah, to start, just go yeah. watch the the animated yeah. series. Carter Hall has an amazing story about dying and reincarnation and looking for Hawk Girl every single I time. Mean, it's they also cut a two hour. They also cut his backstory out of this movie. Yes, because they they they, they were DC was afraid that people wouldn't get it. So yeah. they they cut his backstory out and then they just replaced it with Hugh Hefner, Doctor Fate, walking in and with a robe. That's so, slick. You and I, I, Marcus and I, like wild. We like wild out in the theater. Like we were like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh man, he was smooth. Yeah, I mean, seeing Pierce Brosnan walk in with his like silky robe Mm -hmm. as he's like on this giant jet, Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Okay, all right, he's just he's ready to relax in any situation." As I have had some time to reflect on this particular movie, and remember, oh. I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. I do That's have never one. A good start. I have one. I just want everyone to remember that before I ask this question and probe a little bit deeper. Oh boy! Um, does anyone get the feeling that this was a similar plot line to Wonder Woman? Can you explain? Um, stick with me, okay? So it is. It is someone from. Like it is a a godlike person from another like country, like another part of the world, figuring out where they fit, understanding their backstory and their rules and their like and their and their motivations, fighting a god at the end where the god doesn't get a ton of 
like because remember she fights Ares at the end he fights mm. Sabak at the, at the end as well if I stand these up they are similar maybe not this exactly is, the same this is the timeline this is also this this is that is also the same story of Batman versus Superman if you oh, think 100%. about it yeah. and Superman in general right you have Superman who's a god who then goes and fight another godlike being who then at the last 10 minutes of the movie who then dies and has to sacrifice mm-hmm. like that is the story of DC characters. Remember, we've had this conversation. Marvel versus DC. Marvel are the more relatable characters where you can be this hero too. And DC is more, these are gods trying to figure out how to be human. That's true. That's a very yeah. story. We have and those are a lot harder. Before. Those are a lot harder stories to tell, but it's also why you can't DC has to be a little bit darker because there is a journey that has to happen there that I feel like Marvel isn't willing to touch. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They, There's a dark, I mean, especially in their cinematic stuff. I would agree with Mar- that. Yeah, and Marvel yeah. really likes to sanitize a lot of their stuff. I mean, like, even Thor Ragnarok, which I would say is one of the more violent Marvel movies. Yeah. It's not, like, in some weird set, like, again, it's like video game rules. Like, nobody really bleeds, even mm-hmm. when Thor's eye gets poked out. Like, yeah. It, no, I don't no know blood. how they did it, but it's like, oh, he just got like he got like a little bruise on his eye. But like, and so DC, like, I, I appreciate that they just kind of went for it and kind of leaned into it. There's a sequence where like, oh no, it's the final sequence when Black Adam literally Tears rips apart the Rips demon and you see all this stuff flying out but it's not blood but it's, it's lava like demon lava energy demon. and I was like, that's like metal as hell. I love yeah. that. That was fucking um, sweet. And, Even and the like, first fight sequence cool. with the first fight sequence with Black Adam, he electrocutes one guy and turns yeah. him like until the, that the first explodes. guy who's attacked him until he exploded. And oh, then man. he threw one person at another person and the hand was remaining. And I, I did hear that this was supposed to be rated R, but they asked him to tone it down. Yep. But this is what I expect when Marvel tells me Moon Knight's gonna be the most violent thing you've ever seen. Oh my god. That gosh. is what I'm expecting to see. Yeah, yeah. Not whatever bullshit you showed me where he blacks out and has red on his hands and it's like oh that was so violent they well not to make it about moon knight moon knight they <laughs> so, i don't feel like they manage <laughs> expectations properly with that show and we'll no, they we'll do that with our marvel roundup spectacular when we talk about yeah that. but yeah, uh great. no to to black adam's point though i feel like this movie delivered on just like brutal destruction yeah. and yeah. like no holds barred like takedowns i guess is the best way to say it and uh, i'm glad it went for it like i know dc is getting this rap for just kind of being brutal sick and like a little bit more uh, i don't i don't want to say r-rated but just having more of the brutality and like the visceral violence of it Mm -hmm. and i think that's fine i actually think that's a good space for dc to lean into and i just i don't know i wonder though like you you have to go a layer beyond that i just kind of wish some of the story would keep up with some of that that's mm. Brian. That is quite mm. so that is so well put. And that I think is what has been like sitting in the back of my mind with this the whole time is that sure. like, you're right. Like you said it earlier, like the focus, this does feel like chasing the shiny thing as far as like what's happening on screen. And it's like, what about this? And then what about this? And then what about this? Which is, which is fine. Again, an entertaining movie and the action sequence were awesome. And I, again, I've been saying this since the first Joker came out, right? 
this is DC's bag. Like this is their pathway yeah. to success. Yeah. And so I don't know if Walter Hamada needs to mail me a check. I can get him my address <laughs> later. Like, I don't know if, if I think Dwayne, he's out of a job. So I, you might want to go. He, to I don't know. If, he, he's if, not gonna be able to pay you. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if Dwayne Johnson needs to send me a bag of weights, his compensation. Oh, probably does. So, yeah. so because I said this from the get go, the bag yeah. for DC forward is make it, the antithesis like make it the opposite like if 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 disney marvel studios is going to be like bright polished not as not as it's more family friendly gruesome i i don't know if family friendly would be the word that i would i would use but i would Mm. say they typically don't want to show like the 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 reality of of a lot of this is that like it's a lot of dudes. I mean, I'm reading a <laughs> Ghost Rider comic where Wolverine literally cuts a demon out of Ghost Rider. Like they want to move away from that because it's hard to like understand it, right? Like it's you can't comics necess- hashtag comics. So like you can't really like get into it. Um, and so I get why they're moving away from that. I just think because here's the, the reason why the theming, like the themes yes. of some of the Marvel mm-hmm. stuff, like that's some heavy shit. Like the parental abuse in Moon Knight, the like the loss of loved ones. That, I don't know yeah. if I would say that those are like <laughs> themes that families can take on. I would say you don't have to explain them, like you know, as much as you do someone having being electrocuted and being thrown at another man. Um, well, she so, does point that, out there's a lot of dad stuff that goes on in Marvel movies, <laughs> which I do agree with. But also stuff. To, to throw to just throw a quick monkey wrench in there, right? I do think it. we're only talking cinematic That's experiences. Fair, fair. Um, yeah, very because fair. Moon Knight is not something that everybody those these series, believe it or fair. not, I am a strong believer that it's not something that everybody is going to watch. That's right. Yes. But the movies is really where your meat and potatoes is for Marvel, where that is more yep. family friendly to me. I am more I prone to show it to maybe not the young kids but 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 kids who are mature enough to handle it yeah there you can't name me a marvel movie that you cannot show anybody over the age of what is your youngest child's what what how old is harrison he's five he just he's five and then brian what is your oldest six 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 six. so once you get to about 10 let's say 10 is a good age right where you maybe let them watch something a little bit more mature I don't know. I mean, we tried to. I wish my wife was here. She was watching like Poltergeist at like eight. So, I mean, you know, it it varies for every family. Yeah. So and and so I feel like the movies, you can't name me a movie, a new Marvel MCU movie that isn't necessarily family friendly where you can show a kid and maybe have to block their eyes from. The closest, the closest, the only thing that I can think of is because I watched a little bit of it on a plane ride was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And that's because I, my, my knee jerk is when Captain Carter gets cut in half with the shield. But then I was like, but you don't even see it. So it's like, you know what happened, but you, you I mean, yeah, you don't see it. I would have thought that I would have thought the demons, I would have thought the whole spirits and skeletons. I thought, yeah, intense images, but yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway. Anyway, I, I I agree. I yeah, agree. But back to back to Black Adam. I think that this is the way that you put it, Brian, of like it it does feel a little unfocused at times. And I think that and I said this to Marcus right after I said, like, my biggest critique of this is that 
I wanted it just to be a little bit more organized and I actually wanted it sure. to be, it was only about an hour and a half, like a little bit longer. I would have been fine with this going just a smidgen longer to flush out, flush out some pieces and to organize it a yeah. little bit more. I agree I with know. that. I don't know. I I'll be honest when he goes, when he goes underwater, which by the way, I got like really big GI Joe vibes from when the, yeah. the jet <laughs> hovers over like the, the ice and then yeah. a, a piece of it goes and under the tip, and the tip shoots off base. Anyway, um, that, that feels like a playset. by the way. I like come get the black Adam task force esque play set and have all your villains captured. Anyway, um, I just feel like once it got to that part, I was like, okay, I know, I know he's going to like break out and I know this isn't the end of the movie, but like, we gotta like, we gotta start moving it along here, folks. So I don't know for me, that's when some of the pacing kind of like entered in, but I definitely get what you're hearing. Like some of the, even if it was five to 10 minutes of fleshing out, how can we make this more organized or how can we make these pieces just gel a little bit better? My argument would be just take out like the kid, just no, no more. Get kid. him out of there. Get yeah, get the him. skateboard kid out of there, and then reshoot everything <laughs> with the mom. Do you know um, how loud skateboards are? Oh that motherfucker gosh. is like sneaking around as if he has like spy wheels on his skateboard. Yeah. They're the I, loudest I, thing on the face of the planet. I so I went to this movie uh, solo, and yeah. I was sitting in in a row by myself. I was not the only one in the movie theater, but there's a point in the movie where like the the inter gang flipping inner gang um is is searching for the kid or searching for the crown, and like here he is sneakily sliding on yeah. his skateboard and i was like and i laughed out loud and i know that wasn't an appropriate time to laugh out loud but i couldn't help myself because yeah. it was so ridiculous and yeah. it's fine it, it was yeah. fine it didn't take anything away from me but i was like okay they really want all four quadrants they want every single demographic of people to like this movie and you know what they're laughing all the way to the bank because they, they just made a hundred million dollars I mean, it worked it worked it worked it worked yeah. 100 worked so here's where I would have wanted more. I wanted you to introduce the council of demons because I don't have another word for it. Um, I wanted the council of really? demons to be introduced at the beginning because you had me hook, line and sinker. Like I just thought like when you introduced this crown and they said like, Oh, we're crafting this crown of Sabak. I was like, Oh fuck cool. Like you could have very you know what I mean? Like there was a like like oh cool cool choice. Why that why that crown? Like why why that one? Like why not you could pick any crown. Like why not, you know, why not the crown of this guy? Like it doesn't matter. And you could have that was your moment to be like because like and so like there was I didn't you don't need to get lost in the details and I but I do think you could have teased that a little bit sooner um because i would have i would have enjoyed i would have enjoyed that instead of it being like a plot twist is like there was a council of demons yeah (laughs) i mean there's a lot of i I, i'm fascinated to hear both of your opinions about how basically the first 20 minutes of this movie is 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 essentially like a lore dump i don't really know how else to phrase it um but how did you all feel about getting all this information and then like they cut to like the, the 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 wizard cave and they're like okay it's shazam time even though 
you probably didn't watch Shazam, but no. we're going to just use all of that no. background here. So we're how not, did this, you two feel about all of that information front-loaded? I'm just all right. We're not here. We're not. We now. We not about to do this. Okay. We are not about <laughs> do to do what? This. Do what? We we are not going to do this because as Marvel fans, we complain about needing to know every single thing and having to Fair. connect the last thing to the Fair. next thing. We uh, yes. just said that the strength of this movie. No, not the strength of this. That's movie, true. One of the enjoyments of this movie is being thrown right into it. And yeah. so you have it's the I think what I enjoy about DC is I'm an actual DC fan, right? Yes. And okay. so part of my enjoyment is did I know a lot about Black Adam? I knew the I know bear I know the I know the essentials, but I did watch Shazam. People watch Shazam because Shazam was successful, Shazam and people killed. were going to watch Shazam before Black Adam came out to see if these two were going to tie into each other. See, now I'm not just looking at the fandom. Now I'm thinking about the thought process of the audience that I'm that that we made this movie for. And so it's like if you knew that Black Adam was coming out, I feel like I don't know how many people did it, but I feel like the common fan would have at least tried to watch Shazam or would have got boosted a little bit somewhere else for people okay. to watch it and understand because the, the main thing in Shazam was Billy Batson. You were chosen yes. by the same wizard, by yes. the same cruel wizards in the same yes. damn cave. Black Adam was even teased at the end of Shazam was like, who's the six chair that was here that the chair was broken. And, and it was oh, yeah. like, Oh, that was, that, this, you know, that was, and it was like the music played and it was like, don't okay, worry cool. about it. Don't worry about who that was. Like he'll pop up later. It was some big, mo, mo, big. I was about to say. It was, some, it was some big, some big wrestling man. We that, we attach wings to this cinder block, and you're gonna fight him. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a a, a brick just tied to a wire, and, and it just it's got a thunderbolt tied to it, and it just and it just cracked me up. So I just feel like the common fan knew this. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with the lore. Okay, okay cool. Because I didn't I, either. It's an origin story. And you have to go through this. You you just yeah. have to chew the bullet. If we were watching Joker. That whole movie was nothing but lore on why he's so fucked yes. up and why we should love the Joker because yes. oh he's just Jesus. an um he's just a what are they called an anarchist and we love the anarchist and all of these movies Billy Batson Superman all of Batman versus Superman all of these shits you have to go through the lore Wonder Woman you have to go through the lore that whole movie is lore so yeah. I didn't have a problem with the damn lore. Okay. I think I cool. agree with Doug about the um and pardon my passion. I'm not upset. It's just no, I, I, I know I'm, I'm glad to see people and get so, And so for me, I do agree that one of the lines that made the demon crown so essential was at the end they say, You will be our champion. And yes, I feel like that is the why. part that, that needs to be put towards the beginning yes. because they say champion, 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 because your big setup is champion versus champion. Who's going to win? Yeah. And that should have been placed somewhere closer to they did a lot of crown chasing and He's it was too champion. much crown chasing <laughs> and too much convincing Black Adam to not kill. Like you have to pick. You know what I mean? I agree with yeah. you. I, I agree with you 100 100 percent And, and, that's, and that you that's summed up problem. my point well. Yeah, you summed up my point perfectly, which yeah. was like I didn't 
if the if the if the end fight scene is like I'm the champion from hell, you've been chosen by the wizards. Let's figure out who's going to decide the fate of Kondok. That that needed to be at the beginning, and this yes. whole time they're chasing this crown because it's like, oh, cool crown, mm -hmm. bro. Like you could. That's the power of Savak. Because like I don't know why that's important. The power of Sarak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the power of P. Diddy. Um, because I feel like powering black since 1992. They mentioned the, the necklace, right? The necklace of the thing. I thought the necklace was going to have something to do with the crown, and it didn't have anything to do with anything. The fact that the lady had the necklace on that was also made from the same material. Oh, yeah, I was crown. like, that's a red herring. Oh, they yeah. never did a callback to it. It, I thought it was going to connect to the crown, and she was going to be yeah. possessed, and she was going to become Sabak. She, too much crown chasing in the comics that becomes something and i can't remember what it is but mm. she her story if they do they're gonna do a second one mm. i oh, i mean yeah. if there you is a story there i know that she gets some type of power i cannot recall it off the top of my head um but i know there's something there but yeah it was a good misdirect um so i, I agree with you marcus i actually feel like if you if you tone down like hey please don't kill and mm -hmm. you could add in some more of like some of this more structural stuff of smoothing over justice society. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I feel like that's 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 getting closer there to kind of just highlighting like the main stuff. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I like as we talk about it, I do want to just speak briefly and reply briefly to you about all the lore stuff. I think I think the way they did it. I had no problem with, and I enjoyed mm -hmm. the fact that people are like, Hey, I might've heard the name Shazam before. Well, guess what? Yeah. There's a whole movie yeah. you can go check out. Um, and <laughs> I liked how it was just kind of this side note. And I feel like, I don't know, it had, this movie had more confidence than I expected it to. And it, and it works. Like, yeah, I mm -hmm. don't was, know how it works, but it does. This I is, can tell you how. It's R O C K. I was gonna say, yeah. is it Dwayne Mr. John? It's Mr. Dwayne Johnson. This mm -hmm. this whole movie, I think, what they did is they took some of his like confidence and some of his swag that he apparently <laughs> oozes when he squats, and they just smeared it on the film before they shot anything <laughs> with it because <laughs> it it's a hundred percent that is how this worked. Um, and so I want to I want to say this. <clears throat> I enjoyed this movie because I feel like I've, I've been trying to get my thoughts together. Okay. I enjoyed this movie. Here's my complete thought process. Okay. I would do J the JSA. I, I'm fine with the JSA being there. I enjoyed Hawkman getting his ass beat and leading a team. I enjoyed being just thrown into the JSA. Dr. Fate as a character and his suit oh, was even talked in about oh, that. yeah. Oh my incredible. gosh, Pierce Brosnan. Incredible. Yeah, keep going. Incredible. And fucking incredible, right? Yes. And I'm a Pierce Brosnan fan of fucking James oh, Bond. Yeah. Ditto. Pierce Ditto. Brosnan. JMP was my introduction to James Bond. So I will always be a Pierce Brosnan fan. Yep. Okay. 100%. And so I enjoyed you also being able to introduce these younger characters where people don't know about them at all. If you don't know anything about Black Adam, you damn sure don't know nothing about Cyclone and an Adam Smasher. That's like, true. I doubt it. So I enjoyed just who's the team. We're going to put this team together. Just like Suicide Squad. You didn't know yeah. half the people on the damn Suicide Squad and movie roster. And then you kill all of them. And it's like, well, damn, we just got to attach those characters. It doesn't fucking matter. DC is filled and riddled with these heroes. And I love yeah. not having to explain how these heroes or villains or how these super being, these metahumans, whatever term they want to use, come to be. Okay, cool. I do think there was too much. It was either not enough of the crown 
or right. too little of the crown chasing. You either need to make that your meat and potatoes and not the whole Black Adam, you can't kill Black Adam, you can't do this, yeah. or make that the sole story. It's either JSA versus Black Adam and them explaining why policing and all this other shit in a country that you don't run is bad, or right. it's about the crown and them coming together sooner. I'm, I'm okay with y'all going back and forth a little bit, but it was too much back and forth on you can't beat me, you can't kill me, blah, 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 blah. Come together sooner, chase the crown, do that whole thing sooner, and then get to the meat and potatoes of champion versus champion and then yeah. see who's going to win. But I enjoyed the movie because it felt cohesive. Like it was trying its best to tell a story yeah. while also trying its best to top itself and also trying its best to have complex storyline well, and storytelling as well. And and the thing about it is like I'm I am being a little critical of like some of like the more lore heavy parts or like how it all came together with you know how being unfocused, but like man, this like it was it was so much fun that like, it doesn't really matter. Like all, mm-hmm. those, all those characters are vibrant. They are well put together. And we talked mm-hmm. about this before the show, but like casting and character performances Great. in this movie are not absolutely not an issue. Not 100%, an issue at all. All good. A hundred percent. Everybody mm-hmm. does what they need to do. Even, even the rock playing like again, a flying brick does exactly what he needs to do. And I can't say that about a lot of superhero genre movies. Some people just yeah. totally miss the mark. And then here's Pierce Brosnan being like, I'm going to take this seriously. Get behind me. And you're just like, oh, oh Dr. <laughs> Fate's bringing the heat. We got to like actually step up our yeah. game. That is yeah, not yeah. how Pierce Brosnan sounds. I apologize. No, I, Brian, I, I thought, no, I thought, you, I thought, I thought he was, he was on little... the pod with us. Like, right I mean, now. Look, Pierce Brosnan, one of the most versatile actors of our time. That's all yeah. I want to say. Um, but I mean, like his, his gravitas, I feel like immediately uplifts everything. And the thing is just fun and vibrant with a theme of like, I don't want to be a superhero. And that's cool. Like, that's a yeah. cool yeah. story yeah. that I feel like we haven't. I don't really feel like we've interrogated it with much like like vigor. Like you look at Spider-Man and you have great responsibility, great power but we know that story and like, it's so young and hopeful that we haven't looked at the other side of it. of just like, no, mm. like I'm serious. Please stop bothering me. I don't want this power. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to electrocute this guy. Cause he's I mean, in my way. Like the, well, you don't see that type close, of stuff the, with Spider-Man. As the, much. The, and, the closest example to that vibe in the Marvel world would be Wolverine, which who doesn't want to be bothered by anybody. He's tired of, he doesn't want to owe anybody anything because of the way that how long he's lived. And he just generally wants to just do his own, try to build his memory back. And when pushed and confronted and cornered responds violently. So that's the, that's, that would be the closest like comic book version of this. I do want to just quickly go to answer Brian's question of like, what did I think of the lore? Because on my end, I don't have any DC knowledge. I mean, the extent oh, okay. of my the extent of my DC knowledge is mostly Batman, a little bit of Justice League, but that's really, really about it. I don't have a ton. And I will say that I appreciated the lore because it was a nice reminder. Like it was a nice like, oh, yeah, I watched Shazam. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I get this like this makes sense. And so I appreciated yeah. that the way that they did it. I think the only thing that needs to happen with this movie is and we've, we've touched on it already is the like. One, 
just either, like you said, either we, we need to, we need to figure out what we're doing with this crown. We need to figure out why it's like really important. Like we need to, and we need to establish that it's champion versus champion, or we need to stop trying to talk black Adam into like not killing people and not <laughs> making bad jokes about it. Because there was a, like, there was a litany of like, oh, that was, that was sarcasm this time. And Pierce Brosnan made it work. But any yes. other actor, that's a corny line that you could swap off and people Pier- would make Pierce you Pierce Brosnan, with. yes. No Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate, and this movie is not as good. As oh, it, that's as not it was. true, though. I don't I who, think that's who else? true. I think it absolutely is. I don't think, I don't think that that's true, though, because here's the thing. that This happened. There is no alternative scenario. Like, so this goes back to me, and I'm getting very defensive about it because no, right, we, I, I, I want us to be able to, as a podcast, hold ourselves accountable to the things that we talk about for other movies when we finally get it in a movie. Okay. Because here's why this movie happened the way it was supposed to happen. There is a reason why this cast was selected. Okay. Okay. And they would not have done that if Pierce Brosnan wasn't in the role. I have to be a believer of that, right? Because they don't make that joke if it's not him being able to like get that off. Does that is that making sense? Like it, it, it does. I think the timeline doesn't support I I I'm going to say that I don't think the timeline of the production of this movie supports that because this movie was originally written as an antithesis to to Shazam. And originally they came to the rock and approached him and said, you're not going to be the leading man. You're going to be a B character and a villain. And he was the one who said like, well, maybe I'm not. And so I think this was rewritten based on original intention from when it was originally concepted. Okay. So it was rewritten. So was blade. So it doesn't fucking matter. Like we are here now in this, like we are, I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to be too nitpicky about this because DC did it. You wanted a blockbuster hit. There's nothing really wrong with the movie. Um, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the jokes. I thought. I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay because it's an out of time piece, right? Like if. If Fantastic Four did the same thing, and let's say they went with this out of time piece, the whole entire movie would be that would be these jokes okay. and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. And so I'm I'm trying to think my my brain is trying to balance between the two where I enjoyed this for what it is. I'm not overthinking it. I knew exactly what we were going to get with the rock because this is the rock <laughs> in Jumanji. This is the rock in uh the CIA movie with Kevin Hart. This is the rock in the fucking yeah. super pet super league and the super the pet movie that I yep. watched right beforehand. If he's going to touch it, it's going to have a certain je ne sais quoi. And I just feel like this movie has that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I just, I just really no, enjoyed I, it. I, I, think I'm not I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't want to take away. Like, yeah. I, I don't want, but I don't want to, I'm trying to me personally. I'm trying not to overthink it. Oh, that's fair. Because that's fair. I just big I, man in a suit. We've gotten that before. And we see <laughs> like it could go either direction. Yeah. Oh, we've absolutely gotten that before. I think the only thing that I was trying to what I was the point I was trying to make with my comment about Pierce Brosnan is I think that you are right. There is this cast was put together for a reason. And the reason is, is that Pierce Brosnan has an ability to make like what what I would say is any other like sort of groaner dialogue 
to be not groaner dialogue. And so they essentially wrote it the way that they wrote it with Pierce Brosnan in mind. And that is always going to be a better movie than anybody can play that role. We'll just plug and play it. They knew who they wanted for that role when they wrote it because they knew the, the, the talent that he had. So I, I don't disagree. I think we're probably saying the same thing. I'm just saying that, 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 that out of time, that out of time component, the only time they were trying to make that feel like this was an out of time storyline was when apparently we were trying to establish that sarcasm is something that only people in a modern time can understand. And that's the only time you were, he wasn't in wonder of shit flying around the motherfucker stand on a, stood on a plane. He went to an underground prison like there <laughs> that was fully underwater. And there were, he saw people firing guns. There was no other moment where this was an out of time piece. No, that's not true though. Cause he caught the bullet, looked at the bullet when they first shot it and said, your magic is weak. Like, so there are several small moments that are happening throughout this movie. But that's the only time that they did that. No, that's, I don't think, I personally don't think that that's true. That's fair. Which that's is fine. why I go back to my original point. I have to rewatch this movie because I think that there's things in there that were missed because there's so much shit happening. And I do think that that is detrimental to the movie. Again, is that that's... there is so much shit happening. There's no need for you to have the risen skeleton zombie monsters just to no. have the people be able to come together. No. There's no need for that. We don't need I, army I, I, of the yeah. dead. Yeah. You, you don't you don't need any of that. So no. there is a lot of shit going on. I do agree, but I do think that the way that they told this story, it kept me hooked continuously. Yeah. Although it was yeah. intense for a good the rock was intense. I mean, he packed yes, a smile maybe twice. I th barely. No, he he is no he he is absolutely dialed into like a nine point five for about yeah. seven eighths of this movie. <laughs> yeah, like when they say characters like actors need therapy after playing certain characters, like I really feel as if he tapped in the. I, I don't know if I've ever seen The Rock like this. I don't think I've ever seen a movie without him King, full yeah. on smile. Like yeah, and he yeah. like barely grins in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Outside of his role in the Mummy, maybe the Mummy. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. Scorpion yeah. King! No, he. I'm almost positive he smiles in Scorpion King. Yeah, as the Which, Scorpion. Oh, he does smile in Scorpion King when he's fighting, and then Emotep yeah. does something, and he cracks yeah. a smile. But the yeah. the body double CGI is just in this movie is just as bad, bad. as Scorpion bad. King. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, my, my my real final thought overall is, and again, I, I I've said it multiple times. Yeah. This movie is a lot of fun. It's a fun ride. I, I really just think there are one or two like organizational pieces to this that yeah, need to be reworked. So, um, and, uh, yeah. And so I do want to play the speculation game. Oh, we have to, because, uh, how do you watch that mid credit scene with Superman I, and not? Yeah, we got know. it. I don't know. I'm actually going to turn it over to Marcus because Marcus made a really great point about this yesterday. And I will fully step back as someone who, what I, I don't here, here's what I'm going to say. I, I have dismissed DC as a universe for so long that I yeah. don't know if I can cover it anymore, cover it anymore without me going like if they fucking figure it out. Like and even mm. in the, even even that post credit scene, while super, super cool. And especially with Henry Cavill's announcement today, really, really exciting. There's a part of me of like waiting for DC to DC it. 
you know what I mean? Like, they're, like they're, I'm yeah. like waiting yeah. for them to Fair. basically like, I've got you in my shi- sights and then shoot themselves in the foot. Like I'm, I'm right. waiting for that to happen. But Marcus, you made really great points as we were leaving the theater yesterday about like Superman and balance of the power and all that jazz. So I'll let you sort of take the reins on the speculation game. Honestly, I forgot what I said, but I, so here, I, I think, I think that this movie I think that The Rock is going to be the continuous character for DC that keeps popping up and establishing points across different characters. Yes. Um, And it's not just because The Rock wants to be that. Mm-hmm. I think that you developed a character that is in the middle of everything good and villainy, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can, you can, and, and, and the introduction of Black Adam says, there's nobody on this planet that could stop me. Okay. Great. I got somebody who's not from this fucking planet who obviously will be able to stop you because he's fucking Superman. There is no way they make a movie Superman versus Shazam. And well, they have before where Superman got his ass beat by Shazam because it's magic. It's a whole thing. It's just a whole thing. <laughs> One of Superman's weaknesses is magic. And so that's just a thing. Comics. But uh, comics. Hashtag, hashtag comics. comics. Yep. Hashtag comics. But I do think that this is the beginning of new lore. Now, we do, with them writing Man of Steel 2, it seems to be that this is still, it's not a Snyderverse, it's not a Hamadaverse, it is just Superman. These characters still just exist as they were. Um, some of them obviously will change, i.e. Ezra Miller, um, maybe <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, we'll see where Flashpoint puts us. But I think that The Rock is the central piece in all of this that connects all of these characters together. The Rock shows you this is one big, powerful, bad motherfucker. This is what he does if he did not care. And Doug Doug made this point, too, of if he he was not raised on a farm in Kansas right. to uh-uh. be right. good at its core. But when you have Superman who comes out in this bright, the contrast is done on purpose. When he steps out of the shadows, he steps out of the shadows with his curl, the blue suit, this red and this yellow popping off. Because the last time we saw Superman in the Snyder Cut, he was wearing the black. Black He still, he even wore the black when he was like in the end credit scene. So I believe that they are going to do this thing where you see the balance of Superman and power and black Adam who loses it, you're going to actually, they could actually do Superman the right way. Basically is is what I'm trying to say. Like you could write a good character because you have black Adam. Who's the exact opposite. If there's a spectrum between black Adam and Superman, there are so many characters you can introduce in the middle of these two motherfuckers to show the median between being right in the middle and being good and being right in the middle and being bad and how bad it can get and how good it can get. And Superman is the bar of how good it could be because first of all, they don't want to waste him. They're not going to waste Superman again. They're not going to waste Henry Cavill again. So I think this is the start of a new journey with this Superman, like that Superman that stepped out the shadows. That is not the same Superman, like he's going to be written in a in a in a different way, I do believe. Well, I, I guess it, that's just my guess. No, I, I agree with a lot of that because there have been a ton, there's been a lot of rumors that the new WB leadership wants to like get these banner characters back out there. And I feel mm-hmm. like with Henry Cavill's announcement, I feel like a lot of those reports were pretty spot on. And I think that I'm now I'm not being like there's a Superman movie, it's gonna happen in two years. I don't think any of I, I don't know. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not going to count any chickens before they're hatched. It's coming because soon, of though. Batwoman. You know, like after Batwoman, it's kind of like I don't know. Are you going to write it off for taxes? Let's find out. But like, you know, we'll we'll. I think that's like that's the direction they go. I totally mm-hmm. agree. And I think I think what DC's figuring out is like you don't have to. Well, I hope they go this way. But what it feels like is you don't have to go with what is exactly on the comic book page. Because that, because Black Adam and the way he's introduced is not what I read in the comics, like especially with everything in Shazam. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. This was a good spin on that character. And just like how Marvel got rid of like S.H.I.E.L.D. within... I mean, six movies like they got, they just ditched shield, which now in retrospect is like, that was one of the best decisions they ever made. I feel like it's akin to this where Superman hasn't been on earth that long as Superman. And already he's got somebody else that can either match him or at least challenge him Mm -hmm. in that power realm. And I think putting Superman in that position moving forward is a really good thing to explore in the dc universe if we're talking about the the, the dynamic of power um the balance of power whatever Dwayne the rock johnson the hierarchy of power sorry the hierarchy of power like i think exploring that is something that that can be done i just hope it's done well and i think the dceu has a golden opportunity to have the rock as the centerpiece because whatever however you feel about this movie he figured it out he cracked the code about what people want and like this is gonna be some of the template moving forward now i don't know if it was because it was the rock i don't know if it's because it's a story about not squeaky clean heroes i don't know what it is i can't tell you what it is it's the je ne sais quoi that marcus mentioned it's true but it if they can find a way to harness that and tell a good story with it that could be something special i think I think that the biggest thing, I think the biggest mistake that DC could make now that you've had, because this is the first movie under new leadership. This is the first like big movie under new leadership um, with those folks at the helm. I think the biggest mistake that they can make is like rush it and say like, great. Now let's, let's, let's get the, let's get the, let's turn the machines on. We got to start spitting (laughs) this shit out again. Like, I think, I think, let 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 it breathe let people get the hype up the more that people get into the theater they had a great opening let the hype get up a little bit let some of this other stuff like start to come out like let's get to the flash and let's get to aquaman let's get to shazam and continue to let that come out and that those let that be your hype train that those movies are coming meanwhile you're in your fucking doc like you're in your in your in your lab cooking up what's coming so that way once those happen you can really lay the foundation and the groundwork to come out. Like, and I think that hopefully they've learned from the mistake of you don't need to try to keep pace with Marvel. Like you just don't need to, because at this point in time, that, 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 that drive is going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. I think. Brian, you muted. You're muted, Brian. Wow. My bad. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's two 2020 all over again. Uh, but like, honestly, it, it's this thing of like, it, Marvel has moved on from that model, which I think is 100%. so funny. And we talked about it a little bit. It's, I mean, it's like a constellation model now. It's like you don't, yeah. all the stars are up there. You don't need to look at all of them individually. But if you want to look at Orion, there you go. You want to look, I mean, basically, there's something for everybody and they're not expecting you to watch everything. And I feel like if DC understands, like, oh, Marvel's just going to keep pumping out stuff because they can, if we just stay focused, 
on telling this story, then discipline we can we can make something different because marvel that train's already left the station they're making miss marvel they're making a holiday special we got special presentations about werewolves like that train's (laughs) left the station they are they are on a completely different reality now yeah i i feel i feel as if if there's my mind's all over the place about this movie the the best way to understand this movie and where the direction I would like DC to go is to watch Justice League Unlimited. This idea <sighs> of random heroes, every episode covered a different set of heroes, yeah, different complexities of heroes. Sometimes it covered your main people, your Batmans, your Supermans, your Wonder Womans, and sometimes it covered the goddamn cowboy, uh, one of the cowboy superheroes, Jonah like Hex, street level, like Jonah Hex, yeah, like Jonah Hex, and and all of these other Green Arrow and all these other more yep. street level superheroes. But they throw you right into it. You, there may be a situation where yep. they introduce to you a character through Justice League Unlimited, and then you're doing more research on that character because you yep. want to understand the full storyline. If that is what DC is doing, yep. and in every movie you just throw me into more heroes and just yeah. make me do the research and the homework myself. Well, God damn it. So be it like, that's perfectly fine. That's like, that's yeah. perfectly fine for me. Yeah. You know I what think, I'm saying? So I, I completely, I, I completely agree. Like, because this is like scratched that, like maybe I should look into the justice league of like the justice society, like a little bit more. Like I, I, I want to dive into that. And I think you're right. I think, I think that, Dwayne and I think I think Dwayne the Rock Dwayne like we're friends. I feel like Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> understands as well as new leadership is starting to understand that this that your your hype train gets lost by forcing people to do like homework. Like I think it I think it you, if if you're giving them something that they have to like read or watch to understand what's going on or to understand direction, people get exhausted by that. So give some give them superheroes, but don't make it hard to understand that there's just going to be people who work together here and there. They're going to go off and they're going to do their own thing. They're going to come together for big level threats, but much much of the other content is going to be like, you know, Hey, we're going to talk about these three dudes this week. And if you want to know more about them, you can do the reading on your own, but it's not required to understand. Well, just like Peacemaker. Just yes. like and Amanda Waller is going to be a Nick yep. Fury ish type, but she's not all good. She's not yep. all bad. Like, I'm okay I'm with this. Make that. me do some work for it. I'm okay with that. Like, that's fine. I've been spoon fed by the other side by my stepdaddy Marvel <laughs> and Kevin Feige. <laughs> has been spoon feeding me and conditioning me like to drool over the sound of a bell because I think I'm gonna get a piece of cheese. That was a very deep dive to a site one No, no, no. That was a very I want to pick up on that though but, but, because yeah. the philosophy of this movie was like, here's Cyclone, she does wind stuff. Here's you know Adam mm-hmm. Smasher. He he's a big he's a big boy. Like if that was Marvel, he's a big boy. Five, he's a big boy. <laughs> like if this was Marvel two, three, maybe even five years ago, they would have been like, okay, Cyclone movies coming out mm-hmm. in 2020, and then we're gonna have the Adam Smasher TV series in 2020. Like, mm-hmm. like you can see the diverging strategies here, and I think Black Adam is the perfect example of like you don't need that. Like just jump in, and you got Hawkman like doing his thing. Like yeah. just go, yeah. you know. At the end of the day, I think it's understanding that if you are if 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 comic book readers 
who want, if comic book readers want to really understand the psychological motivation for <laughs> why their characters are doing X, there is a litany of text and books that they can dive yeah, into to, yeah. to get into that. If yeah. they want to watch pivotal moments from those books played out on screen in the most epic fashion possible, then seven bucks productions and the new leadership at, at Warner brothers discovery will provide that for them. But I think that they're not trying to supplement one with the other. Mm. And I think that okay. that's a, I think that that's a great Brian. I think that that's, uh, that that's my interpretation of like, you don't need, you don't need to dive into that. You can here and right. there, but broadly mm. speaking, I mean, Marcus, you said it earlier, this is the same Dwayne the Rock Johnson from Fast and the Furious. What is the appeal of Fast and the Furious? Fucking sexy dude, sexy people driving cars yep. fast for a reason yep. that doesn't fucking matter. Like yep. that is yep. like that that you, is what they're trying to do, I think. Huh. And you have to write your like don't write a DC movie. Don't if, if DC goes this route, right? This didn't feel like a comic book movie. It just felt like a movie. And yep. that is the route that you need to go. Don't try to tell me a comic book movie. Maybe you just write a good movie that just so happens to surround itself around some type of superhero that has good themes, good values, a nice little lesson, and it just so happens to be a, a good character that's popular as well. As well. Yeah. Also, but Black Adam does have the privilege of being a new character. Um, I'm going to keep that true. in the back of my mind, too, as well. Well, man, what a great character, too, by the way, to reintroduce now that I'm thinking about it. Like, it's a great audience surrogate to reintroduce mm -hmm. the DC universe. Like, mm -hmm. I think there's just so many good reasons to have even, him even be introduced to everybody else, like, yeah. and have him be like, why is it this way? I think that's a great, I hope they go that way. I think he's a great, that is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, gentlemen, final points on Black Adam at all? Good movie. Go watch it. <laughs> yeah, you you single-handedly saved goddamn the dc universe so whatever yeah black adam is gonna be a dc movie like you've never seen before and you're gonna see dwayne johnson be really big and and then it's gonna make you want to go watch shazam so yeah i'm excited for the next shazam movie yeah yeah that's interesting yeah certainly worth watching i would go see it in a theater if you can while it's still there yeah. like certainly that's go true. see it in a theater like this is the just all of the visuals and the sound and all of it is meant to be seen I think it has a good rewatch ability too as well. And that's something to keep in mind down the line when it comes back out. Yeah. I think it'll be a good at home film to just rewatch when mm -hmm. it comes on. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Gentlemen, anything that you all have to plug for this week? Hey folks, I, I would love to plug the lovenerds.com. That's T H E L O V E N E R D S.com. Hey, we, we got Halloween coming up when this episode comes out, we're going to be less than a week out. Do you need some recipes? Are you maybe hosting like the final party after everybody's been trick or treating? Or do you just need like a really good warm, easy meal? Like maybe something to put in a crock pot while you go out and trick or treat. Then you want to come home to something warm. TheLoveNerds.com has you covered. There's recipes there. It's super easy. You can make everybody happy. So go check it out. TheLoveNerds.com. Fantastic. Thank you, you Brian. Marcus? 
Oh, you know it. Follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble. Go ahead, buy yourself some merch. Go buy yourself some never offended. Always humble merch right online. Hit the link in my bio. The link tree will be there. Hit the link in the description. It'll also be there as well. Treat yourself to something good. Follow the mantra and style the mantra. New music is on the way. Go listen to some Soul Tide. Go listen to some Marcus J. Destin. Um, You never know when new music might drop. But beyond anything, follow the mantra. Never offended. Always humble absolutely um i would like to plug uh this podcast um continue to share us with a friend or leave us a review best way to support the podcast um a a study actually came out that showed that most podcasts find success via being shared by friends and family so um you all can do the lord's work and help spread the good word of films (laughs) in black and white to everyone near and far um so just uh yeah exactly continue to uh to support this podcast but gentlemen we have a three-step process to success so brian please lay us on with that first step uh yeah i'm actually pretty pumped to talk about read a book because a uh, former classmate of mine gina cadlick she has a book coming out this week it's called heretic okay and uh it is a memoir that she is publishing um it's it's i've already pre-ordered mine um but she is talking about her journey through leaving the evangelical church talking about how that's related to white supremacy and basically the things that we can do to fight against that so Mm. um she's going to be sharing her stories and everything about that heretic a memoir it's going to be anywhere you buy books um and i think uh gina cadlick she's uh she's (laughs) she's great she's written a lot of other pieces um and so i really encourage you to go check out this book you can get on amazon i'm going to listen to it on audible or get it from your local bookstore we will post a link to Jenna Cadlick's book in the show notes. So okay. that way, if yeah. you would like to the find the right book now. and you are interested, um, you can just go to our show notes here with this episode and find it there. So thank you, Brian. That's a fantastic recommendation. Hell yeah. Um, Marcus, second step to success. Second step to success is drink some water. Yes, it's getting cold, but that doesn't mean you need to stop drinking water. Okay. Don't replace your water with hot liquids. Replace your water with more water. All right. You want to make sure your pores are ready for the winter. Ashiness. You know how you beat ashiness and cracky elbows? Water. That's fan. That's absolutely accurate. And our last step to success is to wash your ass. Look, y'all, uh, you're about to be trapped inside with your friends and loved ones, or maybe just yourself for the next nine months. And the worst thing that you can do is not wash your ass because then that's nine months of must and stank and sweat that you have to live with until you all feel like you can go outside again. The cold does not kill a bad smell. It just just it just locks it in and freezes it and enhances it for when it defaws later. So I usually don't cut in. I usually don't cut in for you. Don't you usually wash your ass out? Can I make an addendum here? I would, Brian, any contribution of yours to the wash your ass segment this is, gonna is be much great. appreciated. So, like, I I usually stay quiet during this segment. I always think it's a funny thing, and it is it, it is funny. But I, I learned today from the internet Uh-oh. that some people, like, don't do this. So, yeah. like, like, yeah, we're having fun here. 
but for the love of Pete and for everyone around you and your own health, like, please do this. Like, please do what, Brian? Wash your body, all of it. Like, you have to wash the whole thing, the whole thing, like your legs, too. I'm like being dead serious here. Like some some guys oh, like are legit out here on the internet saying like oh I just let the soap and water run over it and I don't I don't scrub there it's like I I am wow. befuddled and and like how do we get you on like the the who biohazard list because no like you need to wash yourself your legs too you gotta scrub your legs you can't just let water run yeah. over it anyway this is like a real thing that people think and so yeah we're obviously having fun here anyway i just wanted to cut in and be like no like please do this like help everyone around you for the love of pete brian that's all what do you think we've been doing for the past two no, years? We've, <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing the lord's work you thought we just saying this shit for shit yeah, I mean, a little no, bit a little your bit. ass yeah. can be your physical uh, ass but it can also be oneself like yes, you know you take your, your yeah you know, I, when I say, it, oh my gosh, when I yeah, say to somebody, bring your fine ass over here, I'm not saying just their ass. <laughs> I mean, their whole self. Like, that's, I'm not, that's, that's where I'm at. So, I, yeah, I, I appreciate your participation, though. That was much, just, I loved it. Well, people told on themselves on the internet today, and I, I'm still reeling. <laughs> so, I, I just, I'm I had still, to do my I'm part. still reeling. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. Well, we will be back next week with another episode of Films of Black and White. But in the meantime and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all next week. I feel like Marcus and I fought today. I don't like it. That was good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>